Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to C103's Cork Today podcast. Phone and text lines are currently closed. As we say, a very good afternoon to Joe Heffernan, who runs a counselling practice in Bohabui. Good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Patricia. And good to be talking to you. And great to be talking to you. And and, and, and I'm thrilled that you've the topic you've picked for uh, today, because you want to talk to us about uh, internet addiction. And what, what we're talking about here is people who are addicted to being online or being on their smartphone or their smart devices. Yeah, I was astounded. Um, um, I, I read an article in, I think it was last Sunday's paper, um, by Neil Horn quoting uh, Professor uh, Colin O'Gara um, that we would have heard of um, in uh, St. John of God's in Dublin. Um, and, you know, that internet use will, this is quoting him, will dominate addiction space in the future and become the single most important feature of addiction medicine. Internet addiction disorder develops when internet usage accelerates to the point that relationships, work and health suffer. It can cause personality changes, including anxiety, depression, sleep disruption and low self-esteem, 
I, I was astounded, you know, especially about that it will become the single most important feature of addiction medicine. Um, wow, like um, he says, I think that 10 years down the line, we're going to have a much better understanding of devices and portals to a, to, to a whole a host of addictive behaviours. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, and it's the younger generation that have really taken uh, to it. And of course, yeah. because the technology has all been so new over the last number of years, nobody knows. And that's what this that's what this professor is predicting. The way it's going, yeah, it's it's quite frightening, isn't it? It is very frightening. And um, we 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 had a grandson now, uh, Ken's uh, child, Dylan, uh, home here last year. And um, he was here for, I, I don't two or three weeks. And, um, you know, um, 90% of the time that I would come out to the kitchen, um, uh, Dylan would be on the sofa um, uh, uh, glued into um, his um, uh, tablet or device. And um, now that I'm looking back on it, I'm kind of thinking, oh, gee, Maybe, maybe we, no, it, it wasn't, um, uh, it, I, I, looking back and reading all this stuff, which is scary, I, I think it might have been a bit excessive. No, he was out in the garden and yeah, saying but, Yeah, but he, wa- he was on holidays as well and, and people use, you know, I, I, I was away last week and I certainly saw people on, uh, on the aeroplane, you know, shoving tablets in front of children to keep them quiet and people use, you can, you can use it as well, but it's just when it gets really, really excessive. But the one thing I noticed on holidays, because it drives me nuts and it's something I've been banging on about for the last couple of years is looking at people when you're out having a meal in a restaurant and scanning around the restaurant and watching table after table after table of adults all sitting around, nobody speaking to each other and everybody with their head in their phone. And I feel like standing up in the restaurants and say, will you put down your phone and talk to each other? Yeah. And the the thing, uh, uh, a concern that I would have is that... um, I would speak with, um, you know, uh, uh, a few of um, uh, secondary school students, we'll say. In other words, age group um, uh, 13 to uh, 18, 17, 16. And um, uh, as we all know, um, it's been well um, documented that uh, there's a great um, increase in anxiety among young people. Yeah. Now, the thing is that I, I think what might be happening, in fact, I'm convinced of it, is that um, you, young people have um, lost the ability to converse and to, um, you know, to, to, to have a, a person-to-person social life, um, uh, that the, the social skills um, are... Uh, after being adversely affected um, by the 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 fact that um, uh, I suppose you could nearly say most of the um, uh, uh, conversations are 
online. Um, yeah, so they're they're losing the basic social skills that we all would have developed naturally ourselves by being out and about, communicating with other people, getting to know other people and getting into relationships with other people. We all had to do that face to face, whereas now yeah. a lot of that is done online. Absolutely. And um, while people um, might say that um, there has never been more um, access to communication. Unfortunately, it's not face-to-face, person-to-person communication. It's um, Instagram, uh, uh, etc., etc. Um, uh, and 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 that's not good. Um, so that when uh, younger people are um, in 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 situations where it's um, uh, actual people um, like uh, groups, etc. I hear more and more um, about we'll call it social anxiety, um, and um, and maybe a sense of isolation because even though that we can communicate easily with someone at the other side of the world, um, maybe we're not communicating enough with people in our actual lives yeah. somebody, um, on a some, day-to-day basis. Somebody who's sitting across the table for you while you're, while you're out having a, a, a meal. And then a problem yeah. that isn't, it's, well, it does affect young people, but it can affect people of any ages, is people who get addicted to computer gaming and I remember late last year getting an getting an email in from a listener who was worried about her husband who she said was just spending all he wanted to do was be on this computer game that he was playing and every hour of every day that he was free and she felt that it was very much affecting their relationship and his relationship with their children because he was spending so much time online just playing what he saw was an innocent computer game. But he was obviously addicted to it. Yeah, and um, I mean, it has now become an accepted term. Um, uh, Like uh, figures from the uh, the National Drug um, Treatment Reporting System show that quite a few people have been treated now for what's been called problem gaming. Yeah, and a lot of young children, you know, parents, there'll be parents listening to us who will say that they battle to try to limit the amount of time their children spend on a particular game. And of course, the arguments that it causes within the household because the child just wants to spend uh, all day. And of course, then an issue that we have dealt with many times, you and I have spoke about it, uh, online gambling. It's so easy to get sucked into that world. Yeah, yeah. Well, all uh, you see... Whether it's um, whether it's porn or whether it's gambling or whether it's shopping online or um, you know whether it's following auctions on eBay um, or whatever, um, it's online, 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 and um, and and it can be really, really um, so detrimental. Like that listener that that contacted you. Um, Another couple of facts that came up in that interview were that um, people who uh, have been treated for what was being called problem gaming, all cases were male and almost half of patients were under 18. And for those 18 or older, uh, the, the, the average age was 31. Um, but uh, the numbers that have been treated for um, uh, 
we'll call it on online addiction, um, whatever gaming problem, whatever we want to call it. Um, uh, he says um, that's uh, Dr. O'Gara, Professor O'Gara, says that um, that we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg, and that's so, probably, uh, you know, I, I mean, I would accept that that um, uh, because most people. Um, I, I don't think it's become a norm to kind of uh, to report uh, to one's GP or etc. Um, about a problem with uh, internet um, uh, usage or, um, or or gaming. Yeah, um, uh, Michael says, hi Patricia, I'm fascinated with Joe's topic today. As I see it in young people, they're constantly on their phones. They're not speaking to each other. They don't seem to be engaging with one another, even when they're all sitting together in a group. It's a very worrying trend. The lack of communication skills in young people is uh, scary. And that's exactly uh, the point that Joe has been making. Thank you for that text, uh, Michael. So we all need to question because, you know, I mean, I think the internet is, as a tool is fantastic. And obviously, from a work point of view, I use it quite a lot. I oh, do. Yeah. I do every now and again get concerns with myself. And I'm thinking, am I spending too much time uh, on this? This the need to, you know, always find out the correct information. And, you know, could I just leave it? Do I really need to when I'm watching a TV programme, need to Google and check that fact? I probably don't. So w- we need to ask ourselves, we need to reflect ourselves on how much time we're spending online. We do, and I suppose we we can, um, um, in fairness, um, uh, justify, um, say, in your job, uh, you need to be on top of what's going on. Uh, You need to um, have your facts right, etc. I do a fair bit of research myself, like the very research I'm talking about now, um, although that didn't come from online, that was a written page, but... um, uh, yeah, we do need to kind of think about it. I got a thing on my phone now today, um, and it said something like, no, I, 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 I don't know it exactly, but for something like um, you used your phone uh, such a thing more than last week or yeah, something like tracks, that. Yeah, you, you get that weekly, it tells you. Yeah. If, and it, that can be quite... And I remember being in company with one of my young nieces and I happened to mention that, I, I don't know, what was it, uh, 52 minutes a day or something, I'd been on my phone the previous week and she started laughing and she said, look, of, look at mine and her average was eight hours. Oh, mother of She God, said, the right? phone, yeah, it's constantly on. It's just yeah. literally constantly Well, funny enough that you on. said 52 minutes because I think the one that I got, was it yesterday or today, was uh, 51 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was kind of astounded because I don't really consciously remember being on the phone that much. Yeah. But then I tend to kind of in and out, in and out. I, I might be following. It could be even um, the... the, the um, the scores in the match. Yeah, um, but we also pick it up to check and see if there's a message on it. Like all of that is is added into the time spent on the phone, and we oh, all. And I love to hear that now. That, that, that's um, that's good for me to hear. It kind of relieves my conscience yeah. because, <laughs> in other words, like <laughs> here, 
it wasn't all just looking up this and looking up yeah, that and looking no, up it's, the other it's, thing. it's every time you interact um, all right, uh, with your okay. phone. <laughs> okay, I think um, because I think there's, there's so much in this, we might come back to this uh, again next week just to talk about the characteristics of uh, internet addiction and, and, and the effects. We'll, we'll come back on this uh, tomorrow. Yeah. But as you say, awareness is curative, which it is. Listen, have a great week and we'll talk to you again next week, Joe. Thanks indeed. Mm. And we'll talk then about the characteristics of internet addiction. Like um, if a person is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight points and uh, it might get us all to think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, have yeah. a good week and stay off that phone. And uh, <laughs> thanks thanks for joining us. That is Joe Heffernan who runs a, a counselling practice in Bohibui. His number is 86 That's where I leave you for today. My thanks to John Paul for producing. Mark Malone in for Nick for the afternoon. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 10. And then I'm Patricia Messenger. Very good afternoon. Court today on C103. With Corrigan Insurance's McCroom, now part of McCarthy. McCarthy Insurance Group. They don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. CMIG.ie